You're listening to Devotions with Pastor Daniel Williams, taken from the Redemption Church YouTube channel. It is so good to be back with you here live on YouTube. Now, my name is Pastor Daniel Williams at Redemption Church in Delray Beach. We do these live devotionals to give you God's word here on our YouTube channel, and then we turn it into an audio podcast. So for many of you, you probably just hear my voice. You don't even know what color my shirt is right now. You don't know the backdrop, what's happening, what's going on as far as visuals, and I'm okay with that. I have more of a radio voice anyway. But for those that are on YouTube and understand, you know, actually this summer, I've been taking a break. I've been on vacation, and we've been posting our archive audio files to the podcast so you don't skip a beat. That's right. Even when I'm away, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. And so even though we do these live devotionals once a week, uh, man, I'm a pastor here in a local congregation, a local city, and want this for my people and for anyone watching to give you God's word, to bless you and pray over you. And uh, just pray that these messages would encourage you and equip you to do the things God's called you to do. Uh, Really honored and privileged um, to be able to teach you God's word. But over the summer, it is a different rhythm and schedule for me with uh, not just um, summer vacation, but man, summer schedule. Have you guys experienced this yet? A summer schedule? Uh, The rhythm of my kids being out of school means I stay up later and my kids stay up later and they go to bed later than I do. I don't even want to ask sometimes, but I know it's late because they'd be waking up really late. So it's good to be back in a rhythm and somewhat uh, here during the midweek to teach you from God's word and to be back here on the platform of YouTube uh, to just be recording a live devotional once again. And so today what I want to do is I want to lean into the subject of rest, of rhythms, of taking breaks from John chapter six, verses one through three. Uh, Now, again, these devotionals or this time, these are things that are fresh on my mind that really is an overflow of my personal study. And so this is why it's sporadic sometimes in our nature of where we're covering. Uh, We've actually been for the last year studying verse by verse, chapter by chapter, precept by precept of the book of Exodus in Sunday nights. It's been incredible. If you want to check out another podcast with even longer preaching, uh, the message is around 50, 50 minutes to an hour uh, on our Sunday services. Uh, we've been going through how God redeems and studying through the book of Exodus. And we systematically go through that. But on these devotionals, it's just sort of like, man, what's God teaching me personally, in my devotional time in my life. And uh, recently, yesterday, Pastor Robin and I, elders at Redemption Church in Delray Beach, uh, we went on an overnight elders retreat. And we studied this section of scripture uh, through a message we watched as we were just, uh, man, went went away to just um, seek the Lord and have great time of fellowship and retreat. And so uh, it was a great time together. Uh, we studied the life of Joseph together and discussed that. We had some great meals. We laughed. We had two meetings with different pastors just to have some fellowship and really some intentional time to pray to have fun, to have fellowship. Um, And I called it a retreat because it was retreating from our normal duties, rhythm, schedule to go to a different city overnight and just to seek God. And it was super fruitful, super fun. It was encouraging. It was great. And this is something that um, we see Jesus do in his ministry as well. Uh, He would often retreat. He would get away. He would seek God and even have fellowship with others and then go back into ministry. And so uh, this is fresh on my mind. This is something that without even knowing God uh, used a pastor to speak this passage to us. And so, man, I thought I would share just a little insight of how important it is to just take some time 
to retreat, to rest, take some time to rest. And Jesus would take time to rest. Now, the passage we pick up is in John chapter six. It's the gospel of John verses one through three. Uh, And it says this, after this, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a large crowd was following him because they saw the signs or the works that he was doing. And he was doing uh, that he was doing on the sick. Remember, Jesus was healing people, doing many miracles and many signs. Verse three says, Jesus went up to the mountain and there he sat down with his disciples. And so this text, it tells us that Jesus was a busy guy serving God. Now, God in flesh, uh, the son of man going and uh, doing miracles, preaching astonishing messages. Of course, Jesus was busy. And the text in verse one says, after this, the context of John chapter six is John chapter five. Jesus had just healed a a man uh, from the pool of Bethesda. And uh, he is doing all these miracles. It says there was a large crowd following because all the signs he was doing and he was healing many people, but he wasn't just healing people physically. He was healing people spiritually. Uh, In John chapter five, he actually is busy defending his case of healing this man on the Sabbath uh, to religious leaders. This was um, normal for him. People were following him. He was healing. He was teaching. He was debating. I mean, can you even man, uh, imagine the demands of Jesus with the sick? Because there's always going to be sick people to heal. Um, and there's many people in need everywhere all the time. And so you're coming being God in flesh, and there's just brokenness all around you, and you have the capacity to be able to fix, to be able to heal, to be able to restore. The demand, the need was great. I know this is important for me to think about as a leader and just as a husband, as a, as a father, as working many jobs, being bivocational, uh, responsibilities of being a pastor, uh, live devotionals, my podcast, uh, ministry, life, emergencies. Like Jesus can empathize with how busy your schedule is. Verse two says there was a large crowd that was following him. There was pressure. There was demand. And it was actually a good thing. There was good demand. He could do stuff about it. These are good problems and it's nothing wrong with being busy or even having high responsibility, anything like that. But man, uh, he healed. Um, He didn't heal this man in John chapter five out of stress. And he was so stressed and caught up by the busyness to just break the the Sabbath rule. The Sabbath is where you're supposed to rest, seek God uh, and do these things. But oftentimes he would heal on the Sabbath because he... um, He wanted to show us that the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath, meaning we, he didn't idolize rest and get dictated by what others thought about him. You're able to serve God every day of the week, even on the Sabbath. And we would know the new Testament says Jesus is our Sabbath rest. We follow him seven days a week, 24 seven. It's not a religious structure. We're following by led by the spirit of God to God himself and be empowered by God to do his will. And so we need to abide in Christ every single day. And as we do so, he'll direct us. And as he's God uh, will direct us. He, the father directed Jesus and Jesus would specifically heal and do good and teach and minister. And it was a different rhythm, a different normality than what they were used to. So he was defending it. You see, rest shouldn't be an idol. God should be our God. And oftentimes when we think about taking time to rest or our idol or rhythms, even in the Christian world, we idolize just retreats and no, we're called to do things on this earth. But yet Jesus says, you still need to rest. 
And so we shouldn't uh, idolize or follow anything uh, besides God and his will doing it every day. And, and it is a good thing to heal on the Sabbath, to uh, to be kind on the Sabbath, to serve on the Sabbath. Um, yes, there are times for rest, but we should always be around about the father's business. So he healed, or you could even say he worked on the Sabbath because God's will was more important than idolizing a rule, but he did value the principle of rest. Uh, he did keep the Sabbath to what the Lord had print brought out in a, in a rest. And in verse three, it sort of shows us this and reminds us this for us, because we have some people that, that just say, well, I'll just rest when I get to heaven. Well, the, our bodies, our souls, our spirits are made for rest for being restored, for being refreshed. And we see Jesus do this. Did he break a rule and heal a man because it was good? Yes. But did he rest and and seek God in a, in a rhythm and doing things often? Yes. So there's this principle of Sabbath and rest in verse three. And the text says this, after this, the healing and the large crowd and the demand and the busyness says, Jesus went up on the mountain and there he sat down with his disciples. Hey guys, let's, let's retreat. Let, let's get away. Let's, let's go to the mountain. Let's get some rest. Let's take a break. Let's seek God. We've had a, a, a hard time. It's been busy in ministry. Let's just go and, and get into a quiet place and rest a little bit. Uh, I, I relate to this because usually people Sabbath on Sundays, but it's a work day for me. Mondays, the next day I rest, I Sabbath. I enjoy being with God and being restored. And there are certain places that I can go to be fed, to be uh, in a desolate place, to turn off my cell phone. Uh, and although Jesus didn't have a cell phone, he did have those type of structures and systems. In Mark chapter 6, verse 46, the text says that he went up to the mountain to, the, to pray. Now you see, the mountain was a place of, of, of isolation. It was a place of, that was desolate, that he can get away, that he could spend time with God. Uh, there was great crowds, great demand. He was actually able to go to the mountain and pray. And the Bible says he did this often. Luke chapter six, verse 12. In those days, he went out to the mountain to pray and all night he continued to pray to God. And so he wasn't just going on a, on a nature hike, although it was a part of that and a part of his rest, seeing God's creation, thanking God for his beauty. That's awesome. But he was going and appreciating God, thanking God for the rest thanking God for creation, thanking God for the work, reflecting, asking God for wisdom. He would do this often. And he would not only do this often alone. The text, the Bible and the gospel says that Jesus went out to pray often, but he would take others with him. Verse three says he took his disciples with him to the mountain. Uh, there would be other times that Jesus would take his disciples. You remember the Mount of Transfiguration, the mountain, right? Where he was transformed and the glory of God uh, shined upon him and was revealed and he was like whiter than white uh, pure with Elijah and Moses in Luke chapter 9 verse 28 he not only retreated alone but he took his disciples Luke 9 says Peter James John and he went to go see God and to pray uh, he did this in community he did this alone he sought God Jesus would often do this he would retreat get away from his normal rhythm routine rest and he would pray and so he took time to rest. He got away to be refreshed, to get perspective, um, to connect with God and with others. Why? So he can go back and do ministry effectively. And it wasn't all of his ministry. Uh, uh, it wasn't um, all of his ministry in John chapter six says um, that 
dictated what he should do, he got his orders from God. You see, it was in the midst of all the busyness that he said, you know, I need time to retreat. I know oftentimes we just say, I'm just too busy to, to get rest. You're too busy not to pray. Okay. Uh, you're too busy not to be refueled and refreshed by God and empowered by his spirit. Uh, he saw the crowd, the Bible says, and he had compassion on them. And then he went down, performed more miracles. This is passages, the feeding of the 5,000 men. Some scholars say that there could have been men. Uh, it wasn't just 5,000 men, but it was there. There was the, like the household. So the wives and children could have been there. So it could have been up to 20,000 people that he would feed after getting this retreat, this rest. He would go from healing one, ministering to one, to ministering to many. And he would get his strength from God as he prayed. As he spent time with him, ministry was an overflow of his heart. This is usually what rest does. As you seek God in prayer, it gives you power, it gives you strength. As you retreat, it actually brings refreshment and clarity. Um, you know, a good example of this is even though that we, even though we have 24 hours in a day, we still don't aren't awake the whole time. We we sleep. We have to sleep. Our bodies are made for that. And if in fact, if you don't sleep, if you don't get rest, you won't be effective the other days. Have you ever had that? I know for me, I, I get a bad night's sleep and it affects the next day. I'm a little irritable. I'm not as effective. I'm not as fruitful. Uh, bless my daughter's heart, May. She just did her first 24-hour staying awake overnight. All night. Did it. But the next day, she totally crashed like at 9 p.m. She just fell asleep and slept for another 12, 13, 14 hours. Because you can't run away from it. You, you need rest. Our bodies need rest to function well. It's a normal thing for us to need rest. And guess what? Our spirits need rest to function well. It's a normal thing. This isn't just a physical thing. It's something that we need refreshment to retreat. And it takes special intentional time to seek God and to pray um, not just to be fed or filled with Netflix and problems and just veg out uh, and just, you know, eat a good meal and sleep. Although those things are important, let's also make sure that we get refreshed in the Lord. It said that Jesus oftentimes went to the mountain to pray. Now, there's another passage that shows us this principle in Mark chapter one. Let me just read this to you real quick. Verse 35 to 39, how Jesus again went to the mountain and it got refreshment, prayed, sought the Lord, and it actually brought clarity and mission and vision and empowerment for the future. And rising very early in the morning, Mark chapter one, verse 35, while it was still dark, he departed, speaking of Jesus and went out to a desolate place. And there he prayed and Simon and those who were with him searched for him. And they found him and said to him, everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, let us go up to the next town that I may preach there also, for that is why I came. And he went throughout all of Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. Jesus went to a desolate place, retreated to pray, get refreshed in the Lord, and it brought clarity to continue to serve. Simon, his disciple, was saying, hey, everyone's looking for you. They need you to do this, quote unquote. We want you to do this vision, this ministry, this planning, this time with your thing. But Jesus said, no. No, I, I got my directions. Now that I've I, I spent time with God, I had the mission. I've re, reunited my spirit with him. He's given me direction. He's spoken to me. You know, it's a lot easier to say something, uh, to say no to someone when you have a yes to someone else. When you fear God and he says, do this, it actually brings clarity to your life and direction. You could say no to other things. This is what happened to Jesus. 
No, no, I have clarity. I'm here to preach the gospel. Even though there's people that are sick, that's not my main role. I need to give them spiritual death as well. I need to be a teacher. And he went to the next town preaching the gospel. True rest doesn't just mean taking a nap, watching Netflix, or doing other things that are physical. We need to make sure that we're seeking God on our Sabbath. We're seeking God on our rest. You know, Matthew eleven twenty eight. it's a very familiar passage because it's a beautiful invitation. Jesus says this, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take time to rest. Take time to retreat. Take time to go to Jesus. It brings great strength. It brings clarity. It brings vision. It brings rest and refreshment. Not to ignore your responsibilities or your burdens, but retreat to Jesus so that you can face them and you can get his strength. So what does it look like for you to retreat? What does it look like for you to rest? My prayer is that you're okay with taking time, taking time to rest, taking time to seek Jesus, uh, getting away, maybe not to a mountain, but to the beach or to a certain chair in your, in your home or to the pool and just retreating, resting, taking a friend or two, getting a meal, have some last, seek Jesus, talk about Jesus. And, and maybe being a part of your community group as we have that tonight to just pray together. We just intentionally get together to pray, to talk about scripture, to retreat, to, to have fellowship and to seek God. And it actually helps the rest of our week because we need it. We need people. We are people. We are human and we need God in our lives. So make time, have a rhythm, have intentionality, retreat, rest in Christ. My prayer is that you would go to God as Jesus went to God and was refreshed for the mission at hand to do the Father's will. You have a mission, you have a purpose, you have a worthy calling. So walk worthy in that manner. Get your strength from Jesus and his spirit and continue to rest in him. Man, it's been great having you at this time. We will look forward to seeing you or speaking to you in the next video.